Hello, Veronica. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? I'm very good. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm pretty well, thank you. Okay, guys. Hey, everyone. I am Veronica. Uh, I'm a personal trainer at Snap Fitness Helensvale, and I am also a business owner um, of business called Feelless Motion, and I'm also a powerlifter. That's your turn now, Matt. All right, great. So before I start, I want to say that Veronica also was a weightlifter in the past. She came to Australia three years ago. Yes, am I right? Four years. Four years ago. Yeah. Okay, my turn. So my name is Matt. I'm also the personal trainer. Um, I cannot say that I'm powerlifter. I'm just training at the gym to have fun. I'm a swimming coach, personal trainer. I'm also immigrant in this beautiful country, I mean, Australia. Uh, I'm currently here three years, three and a half years. Did you come to Australia earlier than me? I came in, uh... oh, actually today, 20th of August, I just arrived here. <laughs> so four oh. years ago. <laughs> so what did you study before the fitness? Uh, I was studying language, English for a few months actually and then oh. i went straight to the fitness fitness course all right cool so maybe if you speak about the past do you want to share with your history uh your first job interview <laughs> oh you mean my first oh like oh yeah <laughs> no <laughs> you mean like Let's you mean this. like oh, oh you mean like my first you don't mean like a personal training but you mean what happened before yes yes yeah, oh. it's pretty funny so let's say no 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 no. <laughs> no i was i couldn't find any job i uh i applied for so many jobs it was really hard for the first two months and <laughs> and i got myself into the situation when i get into this weird uh fine massage job <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh <laughs> it's a pretty funny story and there was this guy and uh he uh I thought it's just normal massage shop, but it actually wasn't. It was actually one of those stores with happy end, and I just wanted to run away from from there, you know. <laughs> but it was there was this like, like you know, I didn't know that it's working like this uh, here in Australia, so I just got myself into this fucking store. <laughs> oh, but then, but then I got a then I got a job, so. At coffee shop, not not as fucking massage therapist, you know. <laughs> Happy massage. That was pretty bad. But it's it's good to have some memories about your life, even if they are pretty yes. dramatic. Yes, I, I'm glad that I don't need you. I, I, I'm glad that it's already uh, now like only the business and nothing else, you know. That I don't need to look for a job anymore. So Currently, you are only a personal trainer. You're not doing another job. Yes. Because for a long no. time, you was also in working in the coffee shop to support you. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've been, I was doing it for uh, nearly, I think, three years or something, just because I didn't want to uh, take the risk to, uh, to not make any money. It was just a support job for my uh, personal training. Yes. Okay. I quit, yeah. uh, I quit in a, February 2021 uh, from my uh, coffee shop. It's good. It's good that finally you can work only 
in the industry. Yes. Which I know you love. Yes. yes. Right, Veronica. Uh, did you saw Milk Crate Challenge? Yes, of course I saw it. That's that's crazy challenge actually. What do you think about it? Do you want to try? Uh, I don't know. I, man, I wouldn't probably try, but I would like to watch someone to do it. <laughs> but maybe I would try. But uh, come on, maybe it's not that hard. Yeah. I saw yeah. someone. I saw so, someone to do it. For people who don't know what this milk crate challenge is, a challenge when you put a milk crate, you can know this crate more for a, a beer crate. Uh, you create a pyramid, so you need to step uh, higher until you reach uh, seven crates, and then you can step down, and it's super, super unstable. I think it started from a guy who was uh, doing this, like a fitness, fitness training. I think it, it wasn't a challenge at the beginning, and then it started being a super viral. It's insane that uh, people who don't have and a background in the fitness who cannot who cannot stand on one leg and do single leg squat and trying to do this and many people falling down and breaking uh, legs and arms uh, breaking their ribs having a spine yes. injury or head injury so it's looking fun it's it's super entertainment i saw a lady doing it on uh, with heels like with heel shoes did she done it uh, to do it yeah she's she has done it and she didn't even like she didn't even fall nothing she did it easily actually pretty easily but i'm not sure if it wasn't a fake or something someone will say in the comments that it's a fake so <laughs> of course of know. course people will say that it's fake yeah every time when someone succeeds like oh no it's fake it's not true it's impossible so i started the topic about this challenge because i wanted to speak with you about the other fitness challenges uh, on last few years, there was many of them starting from an uh, ice bucket challenge. We don't wasn't a fitness challenge, but it was just introduction for uh, fitness people to start doing different stuff. Do you remember any challenges? Uh, not many, but actually, I I'm honestly thinking about taking a challenge now. It's called 75 Heart Challenge. Have you heard about this one, Matt? Nope. So it's a challenge like more for your mental to be mentally strong and uh it goes for 75 days you what basically you need oh yeah so you need to <laughs> this is pretty tough it's not easy uh you need to train twice a day where for 45 minutes where one workout has to be outdoors it can be like a walking or or hiking or something like that then you need to you need to follow some diet you can't drink alcohol you can't have any cheat meals you need to drink over three liters of water. Then you need to take progress picture every day. Then you need to read 10 pages of a book every single fucking day. I, d I don't like it. I even hate it. Yeah. I will tell you why. Yeah. Uh, because what does it mean 72 days without cheat meal? So it means yeah, only eating vegetables and chicken. Why you cannot go out with your friends and have a cheat meal which one it's still counted in your macros which one you can put into the, your diet and not drinking alcohol which one is pretty okay but still the glass of wine or a few beers with your friends it's not making anything uh, wrong and if you want yeah, to I have know. a healthy mentality 
why you don't want to yeah, socialize with people. I know, but that's that's the that's the whole point about this challenge is because it's creating you getting out of your comfort zone. Like if you are a person who is sort of lazy and can't force yourself to go out or just like getting you getting your mindset stronger. I'm not saying it should be a lifestyle, but to try something hard where you really need to push yourself and uh, like really step out of your comfort zone, I think it can be a good challenge for 75 days. I still not recommend it to this challenge for everyone because you just need to find enjoyment in your life and have a balance and living only for a fitness, for a sport or killing yourself on the training, training twice per day, not eating food you like. It's not very enjoyable in your life. And it, it, this challenge is really about the mental awareness. I believe making you stronger require balance, require teaching you how to enjoy your life and still not being toxic for yourself. Yeah, that's, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but it's just a, it's just an interesting challenge, I think, to do. Uh, do you remember <laughs> the Thor challenge? When you needed to grab a bar at the end and lift it with yeah. one hand, it was a pretty good challenge. Oh, yes. Yes, I haven't tried it personally, but uh, yeah, it was a good challenge, yeah. Do you remember? Have, and, have you and, tried it? Uh, yes, I tried. And, uh, I remember I done it once, but uh-huh. then every time when I tried to repeat it, I was failing. I don't know. Mm. It has been a good day for my grip. Oh, yeah. Uh, how about other challenges? Do you remember other stuff? Oh man, not many, to be honest. Like, I remember few very nice uh, connected with a mindset and with a healthy lifestyle, like a oh. push-up challenge. Uh, when you was doing push-up for twenty-five days, and each day you was doing more push-ups, and it was all about the fitness, uh, fitness and mental awareness. Go. Cool. So there is there's uh, challenges which I really respect, which I like, which are helping people uh, to move a little bit more and become healthier, become better. A challenge mm. like if this milk crates are fun, but they are not giving you anything. They just entertain you. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Pretty shallow. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is the thing which is annoying me in the fitness in the industry is number one, that we are creating so many challenges which one are so empty, so hollow, and they're not giving any positive results. They're just entertainment and they're dangerous at the same time. So mm. what is other thing you are, it's annoying you in the fitness industry, Veronica? Other, other things, I would say like that uh, some people at the fitness industry, some uh, personal trainers annoys me. Uh, to be In honest, like because of the, of the type of this personal trainers, I would, yeah, I would say like uh, you can get so easily your uh, certificates now, right? But and I uh, believe that I believe that now it's harder to get a certificate than before. Because look, every few years they're giving extra extra role that you need to comply to become a trainer. But I think every year it's just harder. I, Remember when I was young in Poland uh, and the, the personal trainer's certificate uh, mm. was getting after the weekend course. You didn't need to comply with anything uh, special. It was just going on the few hours lecture 
and then you become a personal trainer without any knowledge and you could also give uh, not only the fitness advice but dietitian advice and now when we are in australia you cannot do this you have a very very strict industry yeah yeah that's right but yeah that's right but still us as international students who do it we need to spend 18 months of studying right was it 18 months if i'm right or longer of studying yes and four yes yeah yeah and if you look at australians they don't need to study that many months as us i think it's a shorter course if i'm correct i think even i don't know if it's easier but i think they don't need to study that many months as us but i think our course is so long because of the visa requirements and mm. I would not complain about it because it's letting you to stay in Australia almost two years. Yeah. To become PT. Yeah. Which is also yeah. people want to stay longer. I think they have also the same modules. Mm. They need to do the same assessment, uh, get the same certificate. Remember, on the back there was like A003, A004. Yeah, yeah. Some numbers yeah. that government is giving to the each 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 course. Yeah, I think I think they have the same number than we. There is no big yeah, definitely, definitely. You can just do this faster. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't mean that you, when you finish your certificates, you are a good trainer. You know. Yeah, it's like if you finish in a in a school, for example, trade school, you're not mm. good on this. You just have the basic knowledge, and you need to find the master to become better. And in the fitness yeah. industry. Most people is not finding anyone to gain a knowledge. They are just, they are stopped growing. They are applying whatever they want. Uh, They know the clients and I believe they they just stuck. Yeah, they just don't, basically don't care. Like just, they are personal trainers and they want money and clients and uh, they don't do anything else for it. That's that's the problem. But look from other side, what clients are requiring, what clients want from personal trainer? Because I, I personally find that good knowledge and very good skills, a uh, lot of tools to help people change their life, is not what they want. People, the very loud cart was riding next to my windows. Probably you hear that. Oh yeah, us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I believe that people want more company, more fun, more motivation. If you're well educated, you're not well educated in this side. I think more people who are famous on the Instagram, they are adding every day some relation uh, with funny, funny things on the, on the fitness, are getting more mm. clients and they can charge them more than the fitness professional with real good knowledge. Yeah, so you, oh, I don't, well, I'm not really, I don't really agree with you. Like, I think the more knowledge you have, the more you can charge, I would say. Yes, but do people want this knowledge? Or people just want to have a good-looking trainer and fun on the on the session? Well, depends on person, really. It depends what, what are your goals. Like, I wouldn't... Like, if I go specifically and I want to learn powerlifting, I'm going to... I know that my coach is a powerlifter and he's a successful powerlifter and he's charging quite a lot for their for his session so i'm gonna go to him because he's got the knowledge he knows i know some of my clients are looking to get 
stronger. So they want to go specifically to someone who's got the knowledge about strength training, not to someone who who's doing general weight loss. And yes. if you are special, if you if you have a if you specialize in in something, if you are a trainer with some like oh you're doing only strength training, people are gonna go to you because you are specific for strength training. So you can also charge more. Is this group big? Is this group big enough to change the fitness industry uh, and force other trainers to educate more? Because I believe pro- this group is pretty small and. It will be always some client. There will be always some very specific trainers. But this yeah. group, this group, don't need more trainers. Very, very well educated, because there is no enough clients, and there is no way to change a people mentality to show them that better trainer is the trainer who know more, not the trainer who. I think a lot of Instagram photos or Instagram relation. So I think the biggest problem is just people don't want it. Maybe. <laughs> like so 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 what do you say so you say if let's say you have instagram accounts and you have one mm-hmm. person who is sharing knowledge and uh knowledge and and like some tips and and this stuff and, and then you have the other trainer who shares uh basically just pictures of themselves and don't provide any value so you would go to the trainer who's got the pictures of themselves or would you go to the person who's sharing knowledge? So first thing is that the knowledge is challenging. If you want to have, if you want to watch valuable content, you need to think, you need to use your brain and it's challenging. People don't like to think too much. Social media are designed to grab your attention for a few seconds and then you're going to next next photo, next next video, next uh, next something which one is refreshing your attention. If you have a knowledge content, you need to stop and start thinking and read or watch it fully and sometimes even twice to fully understand what it's meaning. And yes. so, and it's challenging. But so people are not doing this. People like to watch a good models or guys with with mm. apps and getting a very simple, very short advice like, oh, I eat avocado every day and I lost yeah. this, this weight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But you can educate people in a simpler way as well. This is what, it's good that you made this point about social media because I just I just got into more like doing Instagram as a business, not as an influencer. The key in here is to show like sort of they don't know how to achieve their goals and you sort of want to show them that you have you have the solution for them uh, i can share five mistakes what people do and then in the caption I, c- I can explain how to solve it you know or i can give them some top five exercises how to build their legs or this sort of stuff because if you are a business or if you are influenced there are two different things you know if you are working with Instagram, definitely, I think you can get pretty good if you if you just gonna share value to people because they're gonna oh she's sharing value oh, that's awesome. It doesn't matter if if your account has I don't know one thousand followers or hundred thousand followers. If you have hundred thousand followers and you 
you are selling programs for eight bucks that's that's okay it's gonna give you money but like not as much as if you have 1000 followers and you're selling your sessions for 65 dollars 30 or 40 clients out of it as a business and selling that for 65 dollars and then you have someone 100,000 followers but your programs are like seven bucks and the, the people usually don't even know you they can't even reach out to you because you are just too busy i so i agree with you in this way that uh, you can earn more by having valuable group which one is buying from you however you can earn more till some point uh, because in business business industry we have something like scale labels your business is going with a scale your business model is very good till some point that until you are full of the client and you cannot do anything more if you add more content on the instagram your client will suffer if you get more clients your online content will suffer uh, for a huge business a huge fitness influencer they have a people mm. who are working for them yeah, they're not yeah, creating this content yeah. by themselves they have a few people who are every day coming to the work like in the office and adding the photo adding the programs they didn't copy paste programs for the client or they create the apps uh, that you're adding your weights your scale your lifestyle your goals and it's just generating your program mm. and you cannot compare yourself like one person to a business with many people working there because you cannot reach the scale so i still believe that uh, what they are saying is right till the point when you cannot get any more clients that you need to change your business if you want to be very successful in the business you need to change this business to yeah. mass mass product and even if you're charging yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 bucks per program it's still over overcompensating that uh that you have so many people following you buying from you yeah 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 definitely yeah 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 that's true i, I just i just don't agree with the uh with some influencers you know who's got twenty thousand followers and that doesn't mean that they are good trainers because they can be completely broke you know what i mean yeah true true we're speaking actually what is annoying you about the fitness industry so what what is annoying me in the fitness industry is that mm -hmm. so hard to find good clients which one will be with you for a long time most of the people are coming to you just to grab as much knowledge as possible on the free session and they are not coming back so you need to have a uh, 10 people on your consultation and free session to get one or two clients and it's annoying me so much because i was putting so much effort into every session even if it's free and mm. i was feeling sometimes that i give people too much and they are not coming back they don't want to pay me they just want more information for free and they are leaving me without anything and i think it's not very fair because you're trying to promote yourself in this way so you need to invest your time but you're not getting back this investment in the way you would wish you would want it would be nice to have 50 50 half people are just leaving you and half people are staying and the fitness industry this percentage is so small uh if i agree look i'll i'll be honest with you i was like this in my first six months of uh of personal training but i think it's all about how you sell and how you build the relationship with people and uh, how you have your how you do your payment options as well uh, if you do it like how did you how did you charge your clients did you like take 
uh, did they pay you like from like through the card or direct debit or cash or how did you do that? Uh, I was sending them invoice every few session. They was paying for one session or for four session or for 10 session or for some weekly pack packages. So oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I didn't have a FBOS and I didn't have a direct debit like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found out that direct debit works uh, very well. I'm not letting anyone new who comes on board who uh, who wants to start and I don't let anyone to pay in cash or uh, like bank transfer because this is what happens, exactly what you're saying, that people won't uh, come back. Uh, I found that direct debit just sort of gets them into, like they need to come on weekly, they, the payment comes weekly and upfront, so they need to come. And the next thing is I'm selling only six months agreements, either six months or uh, month to month agreements, which is- So you have locking month. contract with people. Yes. And you would be surprised. I, I was so scared to uh, do six months. I was so scared mm -hmm. that nobody's going to buy it, but you'll be surprised how many people actually go for it because it's cheaper than to go for ongoing option, which is can be 10 or 15, $15 more expensive. Um, so definitely this worked pretty well for me for the last uh, half year. This is what I've learned that selling four weeks even only four weeks or eight weeks, eight, eight weeks of uh, uh, personal training is just not enough. It's very scary. It's scary that you're going to just lose it. But if you sell half year, that makes you a little bit more um, like chilled that you don't need to be scared that you're going to lose people. And usually after half year, you build enough real relationship, like enough, like a really good relationship. So you can uh, usually can even let them for longer, you know? So I got clients for uh, one year now already. Some of my, my clients already training more than one year. So I think it's, I think you can build, you can build a long-term relationship in some way. Yeah, yeah, definitely you can, but it's super challenging, super hard. All right, so let's go to the, our next topic, which one is uh, difference between training for weight loss and gaining muscle mass. Can you tell us what is your opinion about it? How you should change uh, your training, training volume? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think obviously if you train for weight loss, you are in calorie deficit, so you don't have much energy. Uh, so you should probably not train that hard. Um, I think we've had a conversation uh, about it before. Uh, I think that the training should be not very challenging. Like you should not train uh, till failure or like training that you are like dying but just take it like, just maintain. I would do like maintenance training, like simple maintenance training. While if I'm training for, if I want to gain muscles or gain weight, I would probably train harder and challenge myself a little bit. This is how I would do it. Um, what about you? Actually, recently I changed my mind. I find out that uh, uh -huh. what, what I was doing was pretty wrong for myself. So let's start from a beginner. Uh, beginner, mm -hmm. if they want to lose a weight, we want also build a muscle at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah. more muscle is a bigger engine so you can burn more calories. Uh, if you are more advanced, then you are limited in the building muscle mass during a caloric mm -hmm. deficit. You need to... Yeah maintain your cal caloric balance so beyond the zero uh, or beyond the surplus and with many of my clients i was doing mostly cal caloric deficit some easy card yep, counting yep. the steps 
and just wait training to build the mass. For myself, yeah. I was doing pretty the same. So I maintained the same training. I was cutting a mm -hmm. little bit, little bit volume and I was in caloric deficit. And after two, three weeks, I was feeling very bad. I couldn't mm. lift as heavy as, as I wanted. And I had a yeah. huge problem with maintaining my caloric deficit because I was just mm. tired and hungry. And recently I, I let it go, just relax. My current training is looking, I have two or three resistance sessions on the gym, uh, which one is pretty enough to maintain the muscle mass. I'm not gaining anything. I'm not gaining any muscles. It's almost impossible with me on my current level. I'm adding activities every day. So I'm walking yep. 10,000 steps every day, uh, sometimes more, but 10,000 is my limit. Usually at the morning, first thing what I'm doing is just going out from my house and walking. I have a pretty nice uh, path around the river here when, where I'm living right now. And it's a six case around 8,000 steps. So 8,000 straight away, one hour, 15 minutes. Another thing is I'm focusing on the fun activities. So whatever I want, I'm doing. Do I want to run a little bit? I'm running a little bit. Do you want, do you want to do different type of the cardio or just move a little bit? I'm doing it. And because my weight, my resistance session are so limited, I have so much energy to do different stuff. I'm not in pain. My joints, my tenders are not hurting me. I'm enjoying right now the process of the losing the weight. And this was my biggest mistake that I was keeping super high volume and heavy weight training sessions, which one was killing all the, all the other activities. So I didn't have any other fuel. So I was training hard on the gym, then going home and doing nothing. That is why I believe I was failing very often with maintaining my diet. Yeah, 100%. I think it also really depends how experienced you are. Yeah, like if, if you've got a beginner, you can still sort of push the person even when they are in caloric deficit, I would say. But the more advanced you are, I think the, the smarter you should be about your training and what you do when. Yeah, and also don't stress about uh, your training, your diet, your activity. I think that, that's keeping people minds mostly they are becoming mm. that the diet stop being sustainable and something to let go just focus on the activities you like focus on the foods yeah. you like just cut the amounts amounts of the fats amount of the carbs amount of the sweet thing but still keep it in your diet so it's yeah. mean you can eat a small block of the chocolate almost every day you can eat some ice cream every day but the rest of your diet should be more focused on the losing the weight and if the mm. weight is going down and you are happy and you're feeling good it's very good also important element for me is to keep my cheat meals or diet breaks uh, every two weeks i'm doing two days of the diet break when mm -hmm. i'm okay. going on the slight surplus of the calories and I can eat whatever I want. I want KFC. I'm going to KFC. I want McDonald's. Yeah. I'm going to McDonald's. Yes. It's yeah. Helping me keep my body fresh because it's extra calories every few weeks. What is your way to lose weight? What is my way to lose weight? Yes. Uh, so do you mean like if I want to do it for a client, you mean or? Yeah. Let's start from a client and then you can say, what are you doing for yourself? So clients, uh, that's basically just calorie caloric deficit trying to like look into what they are eating if they don't want to count 
the calories try to increase more like vegetables, increase protein. Definitely the protein is the big thing, trying to always get people increase protein and trying to at least train three times, a, three times, two or twice or three times a week and trying to do some extra cardio during the week. Uh, this is what I'm doing with my clients. When it comes to myself, I, I, I never really try to lose weight. <laughs> uh, I actually want to gain. You know, I'm gaining. I'm not losing. I never. I don't. I don't know where was the last time when I was trying to lose weight. Uh, probably like six years ago. <laughs> you know, so that's not really my own personal problem now. It's so funny. Veronica is a person mm. that she always has a problem of gaining weight how it's looking in your case that you don't have appetite or oh actually it got better man i i uh i've gained already weight like i've gained i went from 53 to 55 55 56 um no but it was all because uh i used to i, I moved house right so before i was living in a like sometimes even the kitchen can make you just lose your appetite because i used to we used to have very, very small kitchen back uh, at the previous place and you didn't really want to cook. And uh, it was just like, yeah, I just lost my appetite completely. And I used to wake up so early at the bo- in the morning that I just, and then I was also working at the coffee shop where we would work eight hours, nine hours in a row and there was no time for me to eat. And then if I would come home, uh, I didn't want to eat because my stomach was like, oh shit, like, I couldn't get, any food so that's why this there was this time when i lost weight but now it's more uh like more i have time for it and uh, i have the appetite and i'm eating pretty well but i like I, i'm happy where i am at i just know that i need to increase my vegetables a little bit <laughs> you know but uh i think i'm i'm much better than i was did you try this uh holosworth kits from a uh, woody's of course that you have a uh, have, package with the salad and you have a sauce I, inside. Yeah, I want. I know what you mean, but I haven't tried. No, it's it's amazing. Right now, my chicken is in the air fryer. Probably it's already uh-huh. done. And I'm yes. getting <laughs> one package of the Koslov kit. Uh-huh. I think this one is a burger, burger flavor. So I'm mixing the salad with the sauce, adding a chicken, and I can eat a oh, nice. whole bowl of the salad plus sauce, of course. Oh. Because this sauce is making so good job that this salad is delicious. When I was eating only salad without any deep any sauce, then I was able to eat 100 gram of the salad per day. Oh, per green. Okay. I was not able to eat any, any more because yeah. just plant salad is not tasting enough mm. good to make me eat it. Only when I was adding it to the, to the meat, to the sandwich i was able to eat some amount of salad but now when i'm using the this kit it doesn't matter how much salad i have i i'm still feeling that i want to eat more okay i try should it. probably try that yeah try it try it right so let's go to the next topic which one is this year topic uh what makes a good trainer so a good let's trainer. start with you first well, okay. let's start with you what do you think i was not thinking about this question for a long time uh, hmm. who's a good trainer when I, when I started in this industry I was thinking that good trainer is a person with a great knowledge and great communicating skills and I'm not thinking about this 
I'm not thinking like this anymore. Good knowledge is great. Communication skills are great. However, I believe that right now that good trainer is a person who has influence on the people's lives, who is able to change their life and improve it a little bit. And even if you don't have the greatest knowledge, if you're able to influence many, many people and create a small changes, yeah, you can call yourself a good trainer. However, mm-hmm. if you can influence the people, but your knowledge is so poor that you are creating a bad changes or educating people about doing wrong things or selling them some lies, then you are a very bad trainer. You create making a bad job. That is why this knowledge is necessary to be a good, because with a small knowledge, it's just a step to become a bad one. To create a bad habit on the people or share some knowledge with them, which one will be not helping them, but stopping mm-hmm. them from a, from a progress. Like, for example, uh, diet, all these diets that paleo diet is working or vegan diet is working or a keto diet is working. And yep. I meet a lot of people who are set on one or maybe two diets, plan mm. and for them, the other stuff is not working. And they have a huge problem with sustaining this diet because the eating habits are totally different. They eating different types of the food. And when I start, when they start to restricted the diet and ban some type of the food, they are failing very, very fast. And they are feeling that it's their fault they fail. But the truth is they fail because of the wrong information. The diet, like a palo or keto or whatever, is mm-hmm. not very important for you. Important yeah. for you is to sustain calorical deficit and have still some vegetables, some fibers in yeah. your diet. Yeah, 100%. All right, so what is in your mind making a good trainer? I kind of agree with you. I think a good trainer is the one who probably cares about, about their clients and uh, is able to give them results. I think. And also I would say that trainer who wants to still improve his knowledge, you know, that you are not just sitting there, stuck there and that's it. And yeah, I think like the care of the clients, uh, providing them with a training program, providing them with, uh, with nutrition support and trying to like help them, help them as much as possible because they are paying for it. Right. So this is what I think it's a, a, what makes a good trainer, just like how you care about your clients. Because I, from my own experience, when I used to work for my previous gym, there were people who could, who just were making for the money. They, they didn't care about their clients. They didn't care what they are going to do outside of the gym. They didn't care what they're going to eat. They just gave them the session, but they've never really provided them with a training program you know what i mean I, i've heard so many cases that personal trainers just don't provide uh, any programs and they just oh just oh yeah one session a week or two sessions a week and then do whatever you want i don't think yeah it's right it's it's but this it's very smart because it's making people depend on you it's yeah. not it's not human behavior it's not helping people but this person needs a trainer and it will need a trainer forever because they will never learn how to train by themselves. Mm. So from a business yeah. perspective, it's very good move, very smart, 
but from a, yeah. like a fitness professional perspective, it's just hurting people because it's not educating. And like a trainer, you need to be aware that the people are will not be with you forever. Your job is to educate yeah. them, help them, and in yeah. some point, you need to let them go, let them be free and yeah. give them control exactly. of their life. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah, I sort of got this like my own business model when I'm, I'm always if I get a person who has never been to the gym to get this person on the period of I don't know how oh even in one year uh, where the person after one year can train on their own like train oh I understand or oh, that today I should do uh, squats and I understand how to do them I I understand how many sets I do even if they just get a program like a just like online coaching you know they, but they don't need me anymore they don't need my supervision they need only the program this is i think which would make me very like happy that i really help someone to build them from uh, zero experience to having some experience to the point where people can be confident and train on their own yeah yeah totally totally and it's it's a huge problem with the fitness industry that mm. that's we are focusing mostly on gaining money like a like a fitness industry we're not focusing yeah. on the helping people enough that we should mm. what do you think about the selling the supplements to your client uh i don't do that i don't uh, but do you mean what do you mean like selling like do you mean like like uh, recommending them something or or recommending yes uh i don't you know what i'm not really pro supplements i i I'll just tell them protein powder is probably the most important thing you, you need. Uh, but otherwise, I don't really talk about supplements much. Yeah. But because, me, you know, you know. I find out many people coming to me and asking about the weight uh, loss supplement or what I should oh, take. And there is a big problem because they're watching some YouTube's uh, videos or Instagram guys. And they are they are thinking that they need some supplement or they need mm. some BCAA or they need to eat something or drink something special to lose a weight. And then they're coming with to me with a lot of myth and they are sure that they need something. Did you also find out that people are upset if you tell them that they are not working this weight loss supplement, that everything what is illegal Actually, it's not working, and the stuff which are not working, they are banned. Mm. I don't really have anyone specifically to get angry at me, but they are, yeah, they are not, not angry, about... but just, but I see that they are upset because they believed in something that it's working, that oh. they just will oh, get a yeah. few pills and a little bit diet, a little bit movement, but the pills will, will help them. But if oh, you're yeah. telling them it's not working, like you think, it's just giving you one maybe two percent yeah you need to explain to people that then unfortunately they need to put some effort in (laughs) not just sorry bro it was sweet yeah (laughs) yeah sorry mate but yeah you need to put some work into it yeah that's that's unfortunately what people people need quick fix they think that they they just need quick fix and everything's gonna be okay but in the reality that's a hard work. Yeah. Yeah. Only hard work can change anything. All right. I think we finished all the topics yeah. we prepared for today. 
Do you want I to speak about anything else? Uh, not really. I think we've talked talked for a while, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like always, when we have a conversation, we can speak for hours. That is why I decided that it's a good idea to have a podcast with you because mm-hmm. all the topics which one we usually touch is good for people yeah. to know. Yeah, hundred percent. Is it your first podcast, Veronica? Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, um, mine too. It's also my first time. Nobody has ever invited me for any. I think I'm not famous enough to go for someone's podcast. <laughs> yeah, but actually, do you know anyone who is doing podcasts? Like personally? Personally, yes. Yes, oh. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Cool. Can you, can you give examples? And we'll get some fame because of that. <laughs> no. Uh, my coach is doing one. Uh, it's called Peak Speak. I think I showed you, I told you about it before. Did I? Hmm? A Peak Speak podcast. Peak Speak. Yeah, that's about the powerlifting. I think I've, I've uh, told you about it before. Maybe you don't remember. And then I think one of my friends, she was doing the, uh, uh, she is doing for the company, for the LSKD. Uh, do you know the brand? The clothing no. brand? Coffee yeah, brand. Yeah, it's like a, no, sorry. Clothes, coffee, clothes coffee brand. or coffee? Clo- <laughs> no. Coffee brand, like, like ooh, no, 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 like <laughs> clothes, clothes, clothes oh, brand. Right. Sport, sportswear, sportswear, sportswear. I think she's doing, yeah, she's doing podcast for. It's called L L S K D. That's the brand, and they are making podca- podcast. I think <laughs> this is the two people I know who are doing it. Which are related, which are related to fitness industry, like to fitness. So I don't know anyone personally who is doing any podcasts. Uh, mm. so all my friends are just doing some Instagram. A uh, few people are doing some YouTube videos, but no one was doing any podcasts ever. Yeah, I think it's a very good form of the communicating with people because we can have normal conversation and we can mm. chat about whatever you want. If people want to listen to us, great. If don't. It's still okay because we still have a good conversation. Yes, that's right. All right. Okay. Do you want to promote anything at the end? Do you want to promote your business? Uh, no, I think, well, uh, not really, man. Uh, you can find me. You can find me on Instagram if you want. Um, How do you find Fearless Motion. Underscore, or you can check out myself on website on www.fearlessm.com there are two things where you can find me or on Facebook Fearless Motion as well yeah so if you're looking for a trainer Veronica is located in the Gold Coast and she's pretty good on her job you can trust her if you want for if you're looking for some fitness content you also can find her on her Instagram She's uploading a lot of fun videos, more TikTok now, TikTok style. Yes? Yes. 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 I, I saw some TikTok TMs. Do you have a TikTok, by the way? Yes, I do. <laughs> you do. All right. So what is your TikTok? Uh, the same thing, feel as motion, feel as motion. But I'm not really uh, uh, using it. I'm more Instagram than TikTok. Yeah, but you know, that's now when you make one videos, you can... Just change the format for TikTok, Instagram, 
plug into your genetic format and yes. adding to all platforms. But it's extra yes. extra work. Is yeah. it worth it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm, maybe. All right. You can find me on my Instagram. It's Pat Zap PT or my Facebook, Mateusz Zabdir, or Matt Zabdir, I'm not sure. I have also a YouTube channel named Vilas, but it's not very active right now. I just <laughs> make one, one video there, and it's saying that maybe I will get some motivation to upload something new. All right, Veronica, thank you so much for being here. For no worries. If uh, you can, guys, uh, write a comment, what what do you want us to speak about next time? So we will be able to create a better better podcast with topics which are interested for you. Yes, yes. Veronica. Great. Okay. okay. Thanks for the conversation. Okay. No worries. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. No worries. Ciao. Bye.